Well, hello, welcome to the Darren Clarkson King podcast. I'm Darren Clarkson King. This is my podcast. As the listeners will know, I'm a kayaker principally based in the Himalayas. But it's COVID times, isn't it? So I'm not in Snowdonia, North Wales. I've not got a cup of tea or a coffee for this podcast. But that's all right, isn't it? We don't have to expect too much. In this podcast, I'm, I want to talk about a journey. And it's a journey that that maybe took place, or maybe it's a mishmash of lots of journeys put into one river, into one experience. A river that, in a early morning, pre-dawn light, when you wake to the sound of your alarm clock and you drink that coffee, you look at the gauges and you get to the takeout just before first light you sort your shuttles you drive to the top nobody's talking nobody really knows what the levels are going to be like but you know it's not going to be empty and as you drive up that steep road with the brown leaves falling from the trees and the dead leaves on the road you look left and in that gorge below is a thundering white water walking to the putting from the top the sun slowly wakes up but it's still that dawn that subdued lighting the one the, the light where everything is quiet and people are not chattering rubbish. Some people are, but most people are not. Most people are lost in their own thoughts. You walk to the putting. You feel the slip and the slide of the dirt under your feet. And you're pleased that you're wearing a dry suit. So as you walk through the puddles, your feet don't get wet. And you walk gently down the slope to the putting, to the jagged rocks in the eddy getting in your boat which is balanced precariously you see a launching two strokes you're out of the eddy and in the flow and you know that waiting below is the gorge of victorian drama the gorge with the fairies that dance and you know that that first move requires that you boof and in that dawn light you have to remember the stroke the stroke that comes after the stroke and you have to keep moving and you make that move looking over your shoulder as your friends follow on behind each one hoping that the booth is made and they do not fight out of that hole and then you rest you can take a breather in the right eddy before you peel out again and make another booth and it's another right eddy and you can pause now the gorge is closing tighter and tighter and the walls look like sculptures of Henry Moore. But it's now random and you ricochet left and right, left and right. Some people back looping, some people rolling and those that know the lines well come through clean. You don't have much time to rest. Two, three, four strokes maybe and a booth to the left and you land in a cave. Maybe you pick a stone out of the cave. Maybe you don't. Maybe you miss the cave and continue on. 
and the walls covered in moss and dark shadows in this early morning light remind you of all the times you've sat in this cave of all the times you've waited for friends to paddle past you and you peel out and watch as the water sucks through the siphons on river right and you stay centre and you stay centred and you do not let your heart rate explode because you know that not for, not that far down <coughs> you've got the drop you've got the rapid of fairy falls in the train of paddlers that's coming doesn't matter how many of the number because you are really alone in that pre-dawn light with the silence of the dead leaves and you move and you paddle perhaps you eddy out before the lip of the fairy falls perhaps you just charge through edging right of that rock at the top and riding down the tongue pulling on your stroke and letting loose on a booth not wanting to tumble down the slot that we call the toaster and you eddy out in the swirling mass eddy on the left and wait for the rest of the team to make the eddy or paddle past and it surges like a magic roundabout carousel there's no calm, there's no rest if you are lucky when you come off the ramp on that ferry a rainbow explodes across your front deck and you can really imagine why the Victoriana called this place of magic, this place of spells, the fairy glen. And now you peel out of that eddy once more. And you have to stay right of centre as you make that booth again. It's another booth, a river littered with booths where your boat has to fly and clear those ledges. Then you have a swish, swish, swish of a slalom move as the water piles into the wall in front of you and you eddy left. Making a ferry, you ferry, ferry, ferry to the escaping flow on river right. And again you pause and wait for your friends, checking over your shoulder left and right, making sure all is good. A quick nod, a quick thumbs up. You know everyone's happy. Everyone's content. Everyone's trying to stay centred and keep their heart rate smooth. You know now maybe you've got three more drops to go. The drop that called Pipeline. Where at certain levels you can go off and slide rock on river left. Or off the centre, off that part, the cheeky little paw over. And then it's a chicane of lefts and rights, lefts and rights before the big rock at the bottom and you can choose to go which way you like you can choose to go left, you can choose to go right if you're not concentrating your paddles ricochet off the walls of the gorge chipping the fibreglass scratching the carbon and then you pause you pause in the eddies on left and right as the flow swirls on as the bubbles form and disappear as you look up into that magical gorge with those trees that overhang and you know that you are not the only person that's ever seen that view and yet somehow you are somehow it matters and as the sun wakes from the sky and shines through those trees with two more drops to go before you can exit that gorge the next drop just right of centre. You do a big S left. 
and pull on your blade as you land in the eddy below. Knowing all too well those times you've missed that stroke and you've gone deep and you've back looped and you've had to roll quick to avoid that undercut. But this time's not like that. This time's you're in that eddy and you look back up to watch your friends make the move time and again. You remember back to friends that are no longer with us who you've watched make that move, who you miss with each stroke and you peel out into the floor. You had one final drop where all the water cascades over in the deep, dark gorge walls of the Fairy Glen and you set off centre. You pull on your blade and you land in the floor. You stay centre and you paddle out as the gorge opens up. Maybe there's tourists there on that early morning walk taking pictures of the fairies that danced in the bottom and you know that you've got easy water now till you get to Beaverpool. This is the time you can talk to your friends, the time you're not in isolation. The time you regroup and you cheer and you clap and you dissect the moves you've made and you smile. As you float along, doesn't matter if your moves are messy, it matters that you smiled again. It matters that you woke up in the pre-dawn and drank that coffee and loaded your boat, maybe putting wet kit on in the frigid air. It matters that you paddled with friends that day. You load your car wet and excited. Driving back and resetting the shuttle. Would you go for another run? And double the run twice the fun? Or is one enough before you need to be at work for nine o'clock? Are you going to spend all day doing laps after laps? These are the choices to make at the takeout. The choices that you make with your friends that day. Knowing that things have changed. That your mind is more settled and that in that first drop on that first boost stroke you woke up. And while you had the coffee that morning, nothing wakes you up like dropping into that river. Nothing at all. Anyway... That's just the way I feel about early morning trips on the Glen. I've not done a lot of early morning trips on the Glen this year because of the co because of COVID. I know lots of people have, but I've chosen not to. I sit, I'm sitting back a, a lot. And what I've just spoken about is my memory of dropping into early morning Glen laps with friends, old and new, in all weathers, in heavy rain, watching the river come up as you do lap after lap, or as the rain stops and the river drops, or walking to the putting and slipping on the ice, but knowing that there's still good water in the floor, or being lucky and catching a summer storm, being able to paddle it in a t-shirt or shorty cag. These are the days that matter. It doesn't matter what boat you paddle, it doesn't matter what goat, if you're using GoPro, does it? What matters is the purity of that experience. And it's nice to see people paddling with us. It doesn't have to be the fairy glen that I've spoken about. It could be any river. It could be a beautiful, relaxing, pre-dawn, towering stretch as the mist and fog rises from the flat 
as the kingfisher darts across the bank. <laughs> that quick flash of blue. Perhaps it's even early, or perhaps it's late. Perhaps the owl's still making a noise. Perhaps you're lucky and you see an otter. Perhaps you don't see anything. Perhaps you're too busy chatting to your friends. And that's nice, isn't it? That's nice to connect. Whether we connect with the natural world and the river, or we connect with our friends on the journey. It is the journey that matters. You know? And that's a beautiful thing. Not about the GoPro, is it? It's not about what gear you use. It's not really about talking about it, even though I'm doing it now and I see the irony there. But guys and girls, get out, explore your local river. Explore your local canal if you can. Have a beautiful experience with seasons, seasons change. See how the water comes to life throughout the day, how it changes and moves. Perhaps you're going to paddle in the ink blackness of night without a head torch, where each paddle stroke and ripple echoes on in silence as the beautiful stars shine above you. Where maybe you see Mars, or maybe you see the full moon. Or you paddle in the afternoon on the flat in the torrential rain with heavy raindrops soaking your face but each drop that hits the water sends a ripple out into eternity. That's a magical thing and I don't think people go out enough in bad conditions on touring sections but maybe you do. I don't really and maybe I should. Because it's magic. There's magic out there in the rivers. Again, quick podcast. I hope you guys and girls that listen to this are having, you know, okay thoughts in uh, in COVID times. I know some people that listen to this are still in maybe isolation or quarantine or still in whatever phase of lockdown in the UK or other countries. So I thank you very much for listening to this podcast. Please, please drop some comments in to social media platforms if you want. Drop me to podcast, uh, Podbean if you want. That'd be lovely. It's lovely to chat. People that send me messages after this podcast, send me on social media. It's lovely to chat back and forth with you. I am blessed that people listen to this because I'm just a Yorkshireman that just rattles on to nobody. So thank you very much. You guys have a lovely, lovely day. Enjoy whatever it is you're doing. Walk with tender steps. I'm Shanti.